What up, bro? <laughs> What's up, C. Rose? I got you today. I can see you. Oh, sorry. That means you like my fresh lid. What is that? Okay. So I decided to start something because I wear so many different hats. Uh, our great crew at the at uh, the Rose Rotation, Robbie Scirocco and, and Alden Stone helping me out on this project. I want to start promoting minor league teams. They have such amazing gear. So I want to have them start sending us stuff. So if you have a favorite minor league team and you want to start tweeting at them or sending Instagram and tagging them and say, hey, Chris Rose wants to promote you guys, I do. I want people to start buying their merch. So these are the Amarillo Sod Poodles. It is the AA affiliate of the Arizona Diamondbacks. This is the Copa de la Diversión hat. They've got two different versions. So they've got this one, and I think I left the other one in the other room, which I can wear next week. But I'm going to put out on Instagram. I'm going to tag them. I'm going to show you where you can get it because the hats are so damn awesome. So I just want to let you know. Right? Looks good? It looks great. I like the color scheme. What uh, The name is funny. What are they, the sock puppets? What did you sock, say? The, the sock. The sock puppets. It's the sod poodles. The sod poodles. Like a poodle? Poodle. All right. I like it. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. They're amazing. So um, we'll have that out on Instagram. Go, go look it up and go get yourself one. In the meantime, let's get to baseball. Uh, most people didn't even see the history that happened last night as four Chicago Cubs pitchers ended up combining on the first ever combined no-hitter in Cubs history. Yes, if you're keeping score, that makes it seven no-hitters this season that ties the modern era record for most in a single season. But because it was a combined no-hitter, were you like, eh? Or were you like, that's cool? I still think it's pretty cool. The only thing I don't like about no-hitters is when there's a bunch of walks. Like, even though there was, like, a double play and they were early in the game, like, I don't love when there's a ton of walks and no-hitters, but I don't mind when it's a combined no-hitter. And sometimes I think that might be even harder because – one guy can be on, but when you have four guys, and I know the three of them only went one inning, I believe. It was Takura, mm -hmm. Chafin, and, and uh, Kimbrell. But mm -hmm. to have four guys, you know, on and, and doing it against a team like the Dodgers in L.A., I mean, I thought it was really cool. I don't know. People get so upset about combined no-hitters. I'm more, like I said, more concerned about the walks in a no-hitter. Uh, but the combined factor doesn't bother me at all. In fact, um, I think sometimes it might be harder. Yeah, Aiden Kenny, 55, thanks for doing our research. Eight walks last night put out there by the Cubs. I think their starter had half of them, Davies. Um, here's the funny thing. Craig Kimbrell admitted he did not know that it was a no-hitter until after the game was over. Now, I don't know if that's because you're laser-focused or you're like, <laughs> how, do we, how, how do we explain that one? They said all, none of them knew. None of the bullpen knew. Tapera or uh, Chafin didn't, said the same thing, so I, I guess. Do you know Chafin at all? I don't know him. Okay. I've, I've seen pictures of him and, like, the attitude. Like, that hilarious. one doesn't surprise me at all. No, the Chafin one did not. Now, Kimbrel, Kimbrel seriously just sounded like he fell off the turnip truck. And, you know, <laughs> for people that aren't familiar with that saying, go Google it. It was really funny back in the 50s. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm shocked that the closer did not know. <laughs> By no? that time, you think they got like, okay, maybe like the first guy out of the pen doesn't know. But then the second guy out of the pen probably should know. And definitely the closer should know. But yeah, maybe that worked for them. All right. So we're definitely going to set the record this year, right? No question for no hitters. One more sets it or ties it? Yeah, one more. Yeah, 100%. We're, it's, we're still in June, man. Yeah. It's crazy. 
All right, so 1990, 91, 2012, 2015, now 2021. Each season with seven no-hitters in a season. All right, up next, you got the Yankees and the Red Sox. It's the second and third place teams. Boston has slid behind Tampa, and then the Yankees just a few games out. First series of the year between those two at Fenway. New York has won three straight series overall. Seems to be pointed north. Will that continue? A series win? I don't know. I don't think so. I think uh, Fenway is going to be rocking. You know, I don't think – I think it's Herman, Montgomery, and Cole going for the Yankees. None of them have, like, extraordinary numbers against the Red Sox. Cole's – they're all about career average. So, there's nothing crazy going on, no crazy splits going on there. The Red Sox can still bang the ball around. So, I, I don't think they do. To be honest with you, I think maybe split and then, to, and then they get to Cole – and for some reason, I'm thinking they lose that game on Sunday. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Red Sox here, two out of three. I know the Yankees have been playing well. Um, Sanchez has been great for them. Voight's been a nice little spark for them on their offense. Um, but I just think that the Red Sox are a good team. And that crowd in, in Fenway is going to be rocking. I think it's going to be a tough series to go in and win. Not only will the Yankees not win this series, I think that uh, Chapman is going to blow a game. Whoa. Yeah, I'm going to make that prediction right now. You know, he's, he had that amazing start to the season where he hadn't given up a run, I don't know, in his first 11 or 12 outings or whatever. And lately, something has been going on with him, right? We saw the other night with the bases loaded walk against the Royals. Funny things happen against in Fenway. You've played enough games there to know. Yes. But, you know, shit's never safe. There's never a big lead. So we'll have to keep our eye on that. Um I don't know. I think it's going to be a ton of fun. You know, it's the first series between these two where we're going to have a full house. And as you said, the joint is going to be jumping. So it'll be really interesting. I think it'll be a well-played series. I think Boston will win two out of three. It okay. doesn't mean I'm rooting against the Yankees. It's just my opinion here. Um, and I think they'll just continue to, to dogfight it out with the Rays all season long. I love a good three-team race. And I think we're going to have that this year in this division. I think we're definitely going to have it in the NL West as well. Yes, that means I think the Giants are going to stick around. <laughs> the Giants are four and a half games up. Like, they're doing it. As these other teams are beating each other up and getting no hit, Giants are, like, just off on their own, keep winning games. I know. And when we come back to work on Monday, Dodgers-Giants in L.A., that's going to be a big – little quick two-game series, but it's going to be really big that I'm sure we'll focus Ooh, on. I'm going to try to that's, go to one of those games. That's Oh, you should, Dan. You should I'm going to. Yeah. All right, up next, uh, which streak is most likely to end this weekend? Jacob deGrom's consecutive scoreless inning streak, which is at 30. The Astros' 11-game winning streak, they are in Motown this weekend. Or the Diamondbacks' road losing streak, which is a whopping 23 games in a row. They are at Petco. Well, I don't see the Diamondbacks winning a game against the Padres in San Diego. Um, what was the other one? DeGrom, the inning streak. He goes against Philly this weekend. or he go Yeah, he goes against Philly this weekend and the Astros 11-game winning streak. Oh, yeah, the Astros, I think they continue to roll because they're looking so good. So I, I do think it's DeGrom's uh, scoreless inning streak. I mean, that's really hard to keep that up. Mm-hmm. And then you go up against a team like Philly, they can hit the ball a little bit. Bryce Harper has pretty good numbers against DeGrom, so – Maybe he just hits a solo jack against DeGrom. How about that? I think, okay. that's the, I think that's the easiest answer. No slight against DeGrom. He's excellent. But, you know, scoreless innings in the big leagues, that many, that's pretty tough to keep going. So I will say DeGrom's comes to an end. I don't – like I said, I do not think uh, the Diamondbacks win any games um, in San Diego. 
and then Houston is just playing too good right now. I know. They are uh, that offense, particularly against like they just beat up on Baltimore. Now they're in Detroit, two teams that are really searching for pitching. They they look at those teams and they start salivating like mad. Uh, <laughs> I think the Astros are going to keep winning. I think DeGrom's going to keep shoving. He's only played the Phillies once, and that was for his opening day. Remember, the Mets opening day kept getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. Six shutout innings. He wasn't at his best because he had a couple of walks in there, gave up three knocks, struck out seven. I think he's going to be masterful this weekend. Now, the question is, can he throw more than 85 pitches? He hasn't done that in a game since April. So they need some length out of here. Uh, they, they can't keep pushing their bullpen, uh, their depleted bullpen to, to you know, all the way to the depths here. So I think he's going to throw seven innings. I think he's going to go shutty. Wow. Yeah. I'm so, not saying this guy's going to get banged around, Chris. I'm saying he might give up a run. Like, I know. That's well, crazy that we're even talking about this and people are like, oh, you're a hater. It's like, dude, one run? This is what we're talking. This is the standard we hold this guy to now, which is awesome. Well, he hasn't given up more than one run in, in any start this year, which is unbelievable. I mean, we're freaking at the end of June, and the guy it's, hasn't given up more than one run in his start. Which means, by the way, you know what I streak comes to an end? The Diamondbacks losing streak. Because I am wearing the hat of the Arizona Diamondbacks affiliate. The Amar- what are they called again? The Amarillo? Poodle puppets. Sod poodles. <laughs> Poodle puppets. <laughs> but Chris, I'm, a, I'm an admitted baseball snob. I don't pay attention to like the College World Series. I could care less. Oh, Minor leagues, I could care less. I'm an admitted oh. baseball snob. All I care about is the big leagues and usually only the good teams. <laughs> you are a snob. We're going to yeah. change that. We're going to start with what's going on in Omaha, Nebraska. Shame on you for not paying attention. I'm sorry. It doesn't do anything tomorrow. for me. It's a bunch of kids. We're going to be like okay baseball players in the long run. Oh, sorry. A couple, couple really good ones, too. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Kyle Schwarber has not stopped hitting bombs. It's unreal. Two more last night in the first two innings as they took it to the Miami Marlins. He has now become the seventh player in history with eight homers in a five-game span. I know that was a lot of math, but follow me here. Is he the most dangerous leadoff hitter right now outside of Mookie Betts? I mean, maybe. Like, it's hard to, it's hard to say. I will no, say. No, 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 no. Hey, <laughs> you've, got to, you've worked with me for a few months now. Maybe is not a justifiable. Does Fernando Tatis Jr. bat leadoff? No, he hits second usually. He does, he's never hit leadoff. I mean, there's plenty of more I mean, feared hitters in the game is what I'm trying to say, and sometimes they bat leadoff. Schwarber's been on a hell of a run, and I, what I do love is that whole one nothing mantra. Like, if you put a guy with pop at the top of the order, mm-hmm. it scares the crap out of the pitcher. Mm-hmm. Even first pitch, they have to start thinking, I can't lay a heater in there. This guy could put me. All of a sudden, my team's down one nothing. Twins had it with Jock Jones for a long time. Then when I was there, it was Brian Dozier. I saw the way he affected games in the pitcher's uh, uh, mental space when he walked up to the plate. They knew first pitch couldn't be down the middle. If they missed with that w- first pitch, 1-0, they knew Dozier was coming out. It changed the whole mindset. And to go up one nothing in the first inning really helps your team out. So I love what they're doing. I, I think most teams like should get away from the speedy leadoff hitter that sees a bunch of pitcher- pitches uh, as first about like go – one nothing's awesome. Yeah, someone said Altuve. Is Altuve hit leadoff? No, not really. Okay. I, mean, I see Miles Straw in there a lot. Uh, you know, that's the thing is that you think certain guys are leadoff. And I love your point about putting a big guy up there. But for the Twins, they still looked like prototypical 
leadoff hitters. Even though they weren't, like Dozier would click in a second and Jock Jones could put you over the wall. For me, the first time I remember seeing it was when Ron Renneke managed the Milwaukee Brewers. I think it was Corey Hart. Remember, he was like 6'6", six, yeah. six, right? Remember him? Yeah. Okay. So he said, Renneke said, I like putting in a physically intimidating guy in the leadoff position. And Schwarber definitely fits that bill, right? I mean, now, is he the best outside of Mookie Betts? Probably not. Um, there's definitely a couple other guys that you can think of. Yeah, Acuna. Everyone's Acuna, given us Acuna great is the, ones. So, yeah, yeah. Acuna's the one. Cedric Mullins has been great this year. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Simeon has been phenomenal this year. So the answer is no, but he still is doing an amazing job. And part of the reason that the Nationals are kind of surprising me a little bit. So there you go. I um, think, like, we don't steal bases in the big leagues anymore. No. So, like, let's go put these boppers at the front. I love that. I right. love putting someone up there that gives you a chance to take the lead right away. Right. And by the way, uh, the other six players to hit eight-plus homers in a five-game span, Sean Green, Josh Hamilton, Barry Bonds, Manny Ramirez, Frank Howard, and Ralph Kiner. Pretty good list to be a part of. I bet you I was close to that. I had a streak where I went. I hit a, a ton. Maybe not eight. Maybe, like, seven, though. So, we'll, we'll get shout the job out me. Yeah, we'll get the John Boy Media Research staff right on that after they start accumulating research um, for Ashlyn as she covers the College World Series. Because oh, you no. don't give a damn about it. Shame on you. I know. People are going to be so mad at me. But, look, that's the way I feel, man. Can't hide it. So, uh, you know what? We're all about honesty here at our network. Yeah. We are. Well, we're not a network. At least I'm not faking it. Like, oh, yeah, I love the call. I'm like, I don't even know anybody that's playing. Okay. Jack you know Ryder and uh, Kumar. Come right. on, Rocker. Those are the two guys I know. And, and Drew Bowser, who played down the road in Encino Little League as a freshman at Stanford. You don't care. Okay. Uh, last one. Speaking of home runs, Pete Alonso is back to defend his title. Of course, he won it in 2019, the last time we had a home run derby. Uh, Shohei's already in. Vlad has said he is out. Pick the next name of a guy you would like to definitely say, I am in. Mm, I have two. Is that okay with you? Sure. I want Acuna just because he's fun. But really who I want because I just love his swing so much. We've talked about him on this on the show before is Jordan Alvarez. Mm. Big boy. He gets the crap out of the ball. His swing is perfect for a home run derby. I don't think he'd have to change it much. Um, so I'd love, to say, I'd love to see him come out and say, I want to be part of it. I don't know if he could just do that. Like, you can't just say, I want to be part of it, then you're part of it. But he's, a, he's, I think he's a top, you know, top five hitter in the game so he should be able to do it well your mean mercedes came out and said i wanted to be a part of it and of course since the uh tony larusa hex that he put on him <laughs> he's barely got a ball out of the infield uh that's a really good choice both of them are outstanding i'm more of a sentimental guy i want nolan arenado in this thing oh and, and Col okay i get that i get yeah that. now he's he's got 14 homers which is decent but it's not an enormous number but he is fourth all-time in the Rockies home run list. The fans never had their proper chance to say goodbye. Could you imagine if he had a chance to win the home run derby and returning to Colorado? No, I, I'm sure that the Rockies are telling Major League Baseball, you cannot do this. Do That's, not embarrass They should them. do it. That's a great point, Chris. The, they never had a proper send-off. Let the guy go win it. Then when he takes his trophy, he looks right into the – suites where the front office is sitting <laughs> and he just says f you with his eyes it's great right i mean how great would it be if i don't think arenado would do it uh i would love to see him do it i really i think i think it would be so great 
it's such an amazing storyline for him to be. You know, it's fun. I don't know how many home run derbies you've been to, but when I've been when the home team is not represented and it stinks a little bit. Yeah. It really – like, you need somebody to pull for. And I get it. He doesn't play for the Rockies anymore, but he's still adored there for the most part. Uh, he's also fourth all-time on the Rockies' home run list with 235. Quickly, give me the three guys ahead of him. Oh, my gosh. That's a tough one. Um, Todd Helton? Todd Helton is one at 369. Um, to the, no, not Tulewitzki. Tulewitzki? Nope. Hall of Famer is next. Recently. Recently. Canadian. Oh, Larry Walker. He's two at 258. And there's and number – I'm missing a number one? You're missing their third baseman during those those great days in the late 90s. Dante Bichette? No, he played outfield. Oh, Vinny Castilla. Uh, who? Vinny Castilla. No, Vinny Castilla? Yeah, no, I know who that is. Number one in Colorado history? He's number three. He's number three. I went one, two, and three. Oh, I'm sorry. Arenado's okay. four. So there you go. All right, there's your pop quiz for the day. What do you have going on, uh, John Boy, today? Uh, headed back out to do the series recap. We're talking about all the games, all the shit that happened. So we have a lot to talk about. I'm excited to go back there and do that with the boys. I'm talking baseball. Um, and that's it, man. Then the weekend is here. What about yes. you? So uh, we just had the Glass Now episode drop. We recorded it yesterday. Uh, our man, Robbie Scirocco, editor extraordinaire, turned it around very quickly because we knew everybody wanted to get to the, uh, get to the content. An hour of unfiltered glass now he is great on where he is with the injury he thinks he's coming back uh he feels really good does he regret anything that he said last week after taking on mlb what does he think of the pitcher checks that are going on he's got an amazing story involving one of his own tampa bay Rays pitchers out there there's it's just chock full of honesty uh he, it might be one of the best times we've had in spinning the wheel of moderately interesting things. It landed on the best category for him. And all I can tell you is that Tinder was involved in the discussion. So that'll perk your ears up a little bit. Yeah, there you go. You just gave me the face. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I never had a Tinder. No, I, bro, I hear you. I mean, yeah, you definitely never had a Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Although I am thinking about No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm my kidding. God. You better not. I can't. It's a joke, everybody. Stop. Mrs. Rose would probably be like, yeah, good luck. Yeah, go she go would. for it. She go would. for it. There's going to be ladies swiping the other direction every time they <laughs> see you, you mutt. Uh, listen, everybody have a wonderful weekend out there. Thanks so much for consuming all the great content we hear at John Boy Media. I will post exactly more on the Amarillo. Poodle socks. Sod poodles. You What's this? Gonna... Oh, sod. S-O-D? S-O-D. Oh, I, think, I thought you were saying sock. Yeah, sod poodles. I got that. The sod poodles. I definitely yeah. care about them. The Amarillo <laughs> sod poodles. <laughs> I love it. All right, listen, everybody have an amazing weekend, and we will see you on Monday. All right, Floof, have a great weekend. I'll fill you in on the College World Series. Please do. Later.